Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And I am super excited to have today's guest with me today, Hilai, because we already started talking. It was like, okay, it's time to start recording. We got to start sharing these things. And I am super blessed to have you here today. Thank you. It feels so good to be here. Just such a good, warm welcome from, from you and your smile. Thank you. And you know, it's, it's beautiful because I um, truly believe that we have so many synergies and what we believe in, you know, with energy and feminine flow and how to really build your life. So I'm really excited to dive into that. But before we go into our abundant and rich conversation today, I would love to ask you if you're open for a short visual meditation with me. Sure. (laughs) It's <laughs> like, sure. Beautiful. Didn't story. expect that. <laughs> I'm doing very unexpected things on my podcast. <laughs> so if you're open to it, I would just ask you to gently close your eyes mm-hmm. and starting to tune into your room, into the floor, into the air in the room, the light, this present moment, and knowing that there is nothing else to do and nowhere else to be, just here and now. And you start to feel your body relaxing, your face is relaxing, your shoulders are relaxing, your legs feel heavy, and you are so grounded in this present moment. And as you are relaxing and really aligning with your slow deep breath, I would love for you to visualize sitting on a beautiful beach in Costa Rica. It's a sunny morning and people are just rising to this beautiful day. And you're sitting there with your journal, with your morning meditation and you're feeling so happy to be right there, right in that moment. And as you're journaling, you look around and you see little cats running around and playing, playing with the water and chasing the shells there and collecting them. 
And it brings you such a smile on your face. And one of those little girls runs to you and brings you the most beautiful white pearl shell, gives it in your hand and she says, who are you? What is the one thing you would love this little girl to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are. What is on your heart that you would love to share with this little girl? Do you want me to share? Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> um, it's just showing up. I'm just feeling like I am just myself. I'm here in this moment. I'm here with you. And we're here to share this experience. And that's it. Nothing else really matters, but just that both of us are here together to experience all the beauty and the richness of this moment right here. Mm, that is beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I feel that sometimes we just overthink, right? Like, who am I really? But being yourself, it's truly the biggest gift, you know, to this world, because we think we we have to do something right to deserve things versus just really being, being who we came here to be. Have you ever felt that way that you had to be doing things versus just being yourself? Yeah, absolutely. That That's such like the brain pattern that I grew up in that I need to have all these accomplishments and, and reach the ladder, keep climbing, keep going. And there was like this satisfaction of being so busy that at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Like I need a glass of wine. I need to just re reset because I'm just so tired. And we take pride in that sometimes. So I definitely used to be more obsessed with doing. And now I'm realizing that it's just an illusion that it gives us a sense of comfort. What helped you create that shift from the doing into being and, and really being able to even be in the present moment? I think that the first thing to note if you want to shift into that space um, is knowing that it will be uncomfortable at first. Like your body's going to feel like shocked. Like, uh, what are we doing? Why are we just sitting around? This is uncomfortable. Um, and, and not allowing that discomfort to push you away, to push you back into doing and to keeping yourself busy. Knowing that discomfort is you just moving past that pattern and breaking through like a typical nervous system response. Um, so that was big for me is just like acknowledging, okay, this isn't nice actually in the beginning, but I want this. I want to, uh, to change my pattern. Mm, that is beautiful. And I know that you teach a lot about also feminine energy, feminine flow, and how to really um, use your unique feminine magnetism. So what it what does it represent to you, the feminine energy, the feminine magnetism, and how did you introduce it into your life? I, I came from a very masculine driven like family structure and the way that I grew up was much more aligned with that. So for me, it led to a state of burnout. Like I had reached such a high level of burnout, so much anxiety and even numbness. I couldn't even feel anything, not, not even just sad. I couldn't even really feel happy. Um, but for me to shift into the space of the feminine, which is allowing herself to feel everything, which is focusing on being alive. That means everything that makes you come alive and feel activated. Um, and then being in a space of receiving, how is my energy naturally attracting what I want 
rather than hustling and chasing it and trying to run after it. So when I, when I switched up that a lot, things just came more naturally. It came just more smoothly. And whenever it arrived, I was like, Ooh, this is mine. I do deserve this. I am a match for the things that are coming into my life. And I think that was the biggest challenge too, is that sometimes we can hustle and try to be massive go-getters. But then once we attain the goal or, or receive what we, we thought we wanted, there's a sense of like, um, is it worth it? Like, is this really mine? Like, is this, am I worthy of everything that I'm getting? So it, it's important to work on you first so that it arrives and you're ready when it arrives. Mm, that's beautiful. So what were some of the things that you did for your inner work, you know, to feel deserving and to really embrace that feminine energy? The, the biggest thing for me was to just allow myself to feel all the feelings. And so specifically, like, you know, b- before you really know you're intuitive, like, yes, like, you know what your yes is, you have to really know what your no is. And I think that was a big thing for me. And coming from a corporate environment, I was just so like, this is, I'm supposed to be happy. I'm doing all the right things. I'm making my parents proud. I'm making great money. I have this beautiful home, but like, why am I so not happy inside? And so being able to acknowledge that even if on paper things look right, do you internally feel like, ugh, this is wrong. Like this isn't right. Like I'm feeling my body rejecting my life right now. Um, And so if you can just honor that and give yourself permission to feel the no, to follow through with the no, act on the no, then you can move your way into like, what is the yes? And what does make you feel like yourself and what does make you most magnetic? Um, But oftentimes people are not willing to let go of what the actual no is. It's still showing up. Yeah. Sometimes it's challenging when you think about it, like people are so stuck on the, like, I have to do this because I have to take care of my family and I have bills to pay. And I am feeling like what else I could be doing, right? When you're really not connected with who you are at the beginning of your journey, you're just following all the steps, the right steps on the paper, but it doesn't feel right to you inside. So Mm. how can we go even a little bit deeper into what can people do, you know, feeling your nose, acting on on those no, when you're facing the fears, when you're facing the fear of there is no other job, there is no other relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think the big thing is to start with smaller decisions. So if you're going straight to like, do I quit my job? Do I leave my partner? Do I move across the country? Like it's like creates fear, creates panic because you're maybe not really good at using your intuition. And that's why people ultimately stop because they think this is just too much. Um, Start with something small. Like how is your day structured? Is that even how you want it to be? Or is it just an autopilot that you're moving through? Um, deciding like, okay, do I want to go take a walk today or actually do this intense boot camp just because it's Wednesday? Like on Wednesdays I do boot camp, or maybe today I want to take a take a stroll or, or you know skip my um, my my morning uh, meeting and just go to take a coffee with a friend. Um, but see what nourishes you. Like what would make me feel most alive right now? And if you can work your way around that, whether it's what you eat, what you do, how you think, how you speak, 
then ultimately you're, you're going to build that strength in your intuition and these bigger decisions will just feel more obvious. Oh, I love it so much, you know, and these questions are so powerful, right? I, I love doing these um, reflection questions with my one-on-one coaching clients. Like what would make me feel the most alive? What would nourish me right now? Because very often we are asking ourselves questions. We really don't want to hear answers, right? Like um, questions based on fear, like, what if I'm not good enough? What, you know, like, what if I'm not going to get another job? What if I will have an accident with this new car? Like all these things and all these thoughts, like looking for what's wrong, even when the moment is right. So checking in and really asking yourselves the questions they're nurturing. And it's fascinating because I woke up this morning and I was feeling off. There was no obvious reason, but I was mm-hmm. just feeling off. And also I'm going through healing and through grief these couple last weeks with the loss of my grandma but it was just like waking up and feeling energetically off and my fiance he he was like you know like what's happening and I'm like I don't know I'm just feeling off and and he's like why I was like I have such a productive and full day and I don't feel excited about it and he said "Hmm, how could you make it fun and game and play and he's a manifesting generator in human design so what excites him it's the play right? I was like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work for me, honey. Thank you for checking in, right? But for me, I did that this morning. I asked myself, what would feel really good? So I moved my body. I did some just treadmill. I tan. I did myself smoothie. You know, I did myself like, um, like a soothing drink. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling so much better. So checking in and putting yourself first, it's what I believe makes us magnetic to other people. So we don't have to be chasing. We don't have to be proving mm-hmm. ourselves, validating ourselves. It's like, this is who I am. And you either want to come with me on this journey or not. And I wonder, how would you describe this magnetism in your life? How did it show up in your life? And how can our listeners do that? I I see my my feminine magnetism be so beautifully applied in my business um, because I don't have specific structures, marketing strategies, or tools that I, I use. A lot of my business is truly just attracting clients. So the more that I show up, the more that I connect with myself and just stay grounded and like the right people are coming to me, it just naturally happens. Um, last week I was sick the entire week and I actually canceled my calls the first three days, the last two days, I was able to work a little bit. Um, but I ended up closing two clients. I had two clients that just randomly showed up. I put no outward energy. Like I gave myself that space and it still showed up. So it's kind of cool to see that you don't need to have this direct like hustle produce. Like you're not constantly having that transactional relationship with your energy. Um, as long as you're showing up, it is constantly arriving and it's not as much like one for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really beautiful for me to, to see and, and to feel my business in such a masculine dominated kind of industry. Uh, it feels good to have this very feminine approach to how I run my business. Yes, I absolutely, I, I completely align with that. You know, it's, it's fascinating. A couple of weeks ago, I met on um, one event with a girl and she was like, so how do you pursue people to work with you? I'm like, I don't. 
I don't. I don't have to pursue anyone. People come to mm. me, right? People come to me because, again, they're attracted to me, to my energy and the things that I'm doing and living. So it's it's beautiful that that's how is it showing up in, in your life. And also, when you say like that you show up and they show up, what does it mean to you that you are showing up? Is it showing up for yourself and, you know, nurturing yourself and feeling good? Or what does it showing up mean to you? Yeah, it is about me. So the more that I can really honor myself and take care of myself, I'm going to be a match for a client who wants to reach that level as well. So if I'm really lacking and I'm not processing my own trauma and emotions and just listening to my body, how am I going to be a healing guide for anybody else? So who I am is ultimately where somebody else is looking to, to become and to get themselves to. So the more that I focus on me, the more that I'm naturally attracting the people who are drawn to this version of me. Um, and also just being able to be super authentic outwardly on, on social media, sharing my life, being honest with myself and, and telling other people like, here's what I'm doing. I'm not just like a spiritual person. I'm also just a woman and I like to have fun. And sometimes I go through things like being able to be so um, accepting of, of all of that. And that is the feminine, that all of it is beautiful. Not just my happy moments, but I'm so embracing of every bit of it. Mm, that's so powerful. So how would you describe the feminine? You know, because you said like embracing all of the feelings and the emotions. <laughs> What else is like, what else it means to you, the feminine? The feminine goes back to a lot of pleasure. Like, you know, so much in life is just driven by pleasure and, and pleasure can be productive. Pleasure can be sexy. It, it can help you grow. Uh, but if you're focusing on like what makes me feel most alive and rejuvenated, um, that is ultimately touching the lives of everybody else around you, embodying love. What does it mean to not just have love, but to be love, to exude love. And um, the more that you're connected to that, that, that core of the feminine, the eternal love that she is, um, the more that you're naturally contagious to those around you and you're sparking up their life as well. Um, so the feminine teaches by just being everybody wants to be her is drawn to her. She's light and you can't stop looking at her when she's so embodied in her light. Mm, wow. I love that so much. Imagine wouldn't it be so beautiful living in such a beautiful world when everybody it's really stepping into their truth and how like checking in, like what would make me feel nurtured? What would make me feel happy to be alive? Like truly living in that versus just working hard and hustling. And like you said, pleasure can be productive. It's not mm. like we are just getting massages every single day yeah. and laying in our bed with journals and eating chocolate, right? I mean, <laughs> part of it. But mm. when we are coming from place of knowingness and we are feeling good, we can attract easily others. And I absolutely love, love, love that you said, I don't have a specific strategies. I used to have social media marketing um, agency. You know, my masculine was very, very driven in that area. 
And it just didn't feel right. So now mm. I still use some of the tools because I love creating deep connections and relationships online, but it's not transactionally driven. Like you said, it's relationship and love driven. And people can feel that. People can feel that energy and that shift. Mm. And I feel that peace from you. I feel that knowingness from you. And I wonder, like, what are some of your daily practices that help you stay this grounded? For me, I, I love dance. I, I don't have any like structured dance. I love doing static dance, um, bringing in like pleasure practice into dance. So um, allowing myself to connect to my body, doing self-pleasure, all that stuff. It makes me feel coming. I'm coming back to home. Um, I take a lot of ocean dips that I'm so blessed to live really close to the water and the water is sunny and warm right now in Costa Rica. So that gets me grounded and back into myself. So little things like that. And it, it's not necessarily like I have morning routine because I don't necessarily believe in that for myself. Um, it's just like checking in, like, what do I want now? Like maybe I want an ice cream cone and just want to sit on the beach and eat this ice cream cone. Or maybe I want to call my mom and, and have a little chat with her and take a walk. Or maybe I want to just lay on the, on the ocean for a little bit, like whatever it does makes me feel grounded and back to myself. But checking in consistently hour by hour, minute by minute, like, does this make me feel good? Cool. All right. Come back to myself. Um, so that, that, that ultimately is it like checking in so consistently. Hmm. So what do you do if you're not feeling, you know, well, like you check in and you're like feeling off, what do you do? Mm -hmm. And I know it's probably different, right. For, for each moment, but what normally helps you? Mm-hmm. So one is, is admitting like, okay, I am feeling off. Like I'm not going to force myself to feel normal again, because there's something in this space. There's something that is supposed to come through in this offness. Mm-hmm. Something is out of alignment when, and it's my job ultimately to discover what that is. Um, so one practice that I do with all my clients and I still do myself and I've done this since the beginning of my journey is video journaling. And that's basically just giving yourself like a space and, just dump everything that comes through. Um, you can just sit there and, and just speak your train of thought, whatever's going on in your mind. You can allow yourself a space to cry, to scream, to complain, to make all kinds of noises, like, but embody whatever comes through. So um, if you're feeling like tension in your chest, acknowledging, okay, I'm feeling this tension in my chest, like putting all my attention to that space and seeing what's there, seeing what that feels like, seeing how it changes. Um, and it's actually a very beautiful practice because you can give yourself a very safe container saying, okay, for the next 10 minutes, I'm just going to dump into my video journal. Mm-hmm. And if you want, you can always go back to it and uh, kind of watch back the the journal. And it's such a beautiful practice because you get to witness yourself experience emotion. You get to watch your mind move. And, and it's kind of like a mini self-coaching session um, because you get to witness yourself in this deep place. So it creates this beautiful bond and and a place for self-compassion when you create this, um, this container. That is so amazing. So do you just record it on your phone and then you can look at it or do you create like a private, like gallery on YouTube or Vimeo to look at it later or what do you do with it? I have it on my laptop, so I, I just do it all there, and I have it on a file that I save, and it's really cool to even look back at old ones from a few years ago. I'm just seeing, like, oh, the things that was causing me stress and, and that I wasn't able to process, and you can even look back, like, oh, my gosh, I know exactly what 
I'm holding back. I know exactly what I'm afraid of. Mm. Um, so it's really cool to see. And, and so, yeah, I have them all safe on my laptop. Mm, that's amazing. I love it. What is the last thing on your heart that you would love to know for the one who is listening right now and she's still feeling that she's not in her feminine flow? Um, it's just so easy to get into it. All you have to do is want it. And you have to know that um, it's so beautiful. Like it, it's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be natural. It's supposed to come so quickly that you're like, whoa, how, how did I get this already? And a lot of times people self-sabotage because things arrive too easily and that is uncomfortable. We're like, whoa, it, it needs to be harder. I need to, to really put my blood, sweat and tears to feel like I earned it. Um, so just understanding what really is the feminine. You're allowed to have life be easy for you. Um, so giving yourself that permission um, and allowing yourself to slowly break down these patterns that it's supposed to be hard, that you've got to hustle. There is a different way. You just have to connect to yourself and it'll naturally arrive. Mm, love it so much. And I've been there, done that when I'm like, oh, this is too easy. Like yeah. there must be some glitch or something. So <laughs> Thank you for giving us the permission so the life can be easy, the flow can be easy. Thank you so much for all the work you're doing. I'm so excited for you and everything you're creating. And thank you for today. Thank you so much. This is so much fun.